Well, so I, I know time is short here, Jaron. <laughs> I, I have a, a few uh, very short kind of bonus questions. Are you ready for just a couple of rapid oh, fire yeah, things? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Jaron, if you had one piece of advice for a person who wants to succeed in your field, and you can, you can take that notion of, of having a field any way you want, what would it be? Wow. Well, you know, right now, succeeding in Silicon Valley is resembling su- succeeding in hip hop. You know, it's funny. It's like there's this whole thing about attitude and swagger that seems to be a big, a big multiplier, <laughs> which isn't the way it used to be. And a lot of it's about who you know and getting in with the right circles. I'd like to see it be more of a nerdy meritocracy, which to some degree it still is kind of at a middle level. And the world is changing so fast. I mean, I'm a parent myself, and I always wonder about this question you've just asked because I want to be able to give my own child good advice. And it's a little hard to know how, I mean, I'm sure we can't keep on going as we are. Something will break, something will crack. And I just hope it doesn't break or crack too horribly. All right, I'm going to leave it for our listeners to judge whether you recommend it that they swagger more. <laughs> or failing that, they could waggle more like bees. Second question, what, what, if anything, do you wish you had done differently in your 20s, 30s, or 40s? You can, you can pick the crucial decade. Oh, that's not too hard. In my 20s, I, should have let my, I shouldn't have let myself become as involved in uh, romantic strife as I did. Um, and even in my 30s, uh, in retrospect, I just realized what a ridiculous thing that was. But at the time, of course, it can just take you over. I, um, I'm very happy that I didn't pursue wealth with the uh, passion that a lot of my friends did who became extremely rich. I feel kind of happy to have not made that decision. And I feel like I've done more than well enough. So I feel very balanced about that. I regret not being more of a pain in the butt about the early days of the internet. There were so many of my sweet friends that believed so sincerely in this, everything has to be free and all this stuff, even though I was really skeptical from really early on. And I really regret not making myself more of a pain in the butt and trying to change it. And I just somehow, I just, I couldn't bear with all the broken hearts and angry people and lost friendships. It was really hard. So I wasn't as tough as I should have been. That's probably my greatest regret. Um, but it's hard. It's hard as a human. You know, it's hard. It's, um, but anyway, I, I think that was a failing and I, I regret it. That takes me to my next question here. So 10 years from now, what do you think you'll regret doing too much of or too little of at this point in your life? Um, well, I feel like in terms of my responsibility as a scientist and technologist, I'm, I'm, I, I more or less have it together, <laughs> you know, and it's been very gratifying, especially to see a whole generation of younger uh, people in Silicon Valley become aware and active. And I'm thinking of people like Tristan Harris yeah. and many others. It's, yeah, he's it's, great. It used to be so lonely and now it isn't. And it's really a wonderful uh, development. Uh, and um, in 10 years, wow. I mean, if I knew I would, you know, I'd change, I guess. Yeah, not necessarily. We are weak-willed. I mean, your relationship to your future self is uh, is one of uh, tenuous ethical connection. I think that's one of the problems in life that you will be the, the the one who inherits the fruits of the decisions you make today. But it's it's hard to make that always vivid enough to care enough about it and uh, be wise. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't I don't keep some um, giant book of self judgment open all the time. I think that's also a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Well, good. You, you won't, you won't <laughs> yeah. have to regret that in 10 years, that you kept that, that book open. Yeah. Well, speaking of books, what book should everyone read? Well, I mean, of mine, read Dawn of the New Everything and 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts, for sure. In terms of books in general, outside of mine, um, everyone should read E.M. Forster's The Machine Stops from uh, the early 1900s, just to get a bit of perspective. And, um, oh my, um, if you're technical, read early Norbert Wiener. It's very interesting, another really in interesting perspective. Um, that's good. That's good. You so don't have to much, give me a library. so much yeah. I could say. I hardly even know where to begin. No, those, those are great suggestions. What negative experience, one that you would not wish to repeat, has most profoundly changed you for the better? Ah, uh, that's a great question. Um, well, you know, I talked earlier about my regret of um, not being sort of more outspoken during certain phases. And there was a time towards the, the end of the 90s, just before the turn of the millennium, where it was so hard. I was losing friends and I was under very intense uh, social pressure to adopt the sort of everything should be free um, perspective. And in that context, I just said, okay, let me try it on for a while. And I tried to be in that thing. And I wrote like some, I remember writing an op-ed for the New York Times called Piracy is Your Friend. And I tried to do all this stuff for like a year just to see if I could make it work. And I really regret having done that. I, I think it was an embarrassment and I wish I hadn't done it. Okay. Two more brief ones here. What most worries you about our collective future? Well, I think the question of whether we can remain attached to reality as we get comfortable. Is, is, that's, you know, it's this, the, the, the problem of uh, cognitive affluenza is our, our, our greatest threat. So if you get to the point where you have a nice big house and you have status symbols and you have basic comfort, can you still pay attention to whether we're screwing up our own climate? Can you pay attention to whether there'll still be enough crops and fresh water as we hit the population peak? Can you pay attention to whether we're doing enough to manage uh, disease? Can you pay attention to whether we're creating a functional, decent society? And so far, the, um, the jury's out on that. You know, um, it seems that as people get a little bit of comfort, they do tend to spend that comfort on disconnecting from reality. Yeah. And so that's the meta threat, because I'm sure if we could remain connected to reality, we have the tools and the options to deal with the uh, climate issue and all the other issues we face. I really fully believe that we have the resources and the intelligence and the scientific and technological base to address all these things. What I'm not sure of is if we can keep ourselves in the real world. It, that's proving to be a problem. Mm. And finally, if you could solve just one mystery as a scientist, what would it be? Oh, God, there's so many wonderful ones. Um, I, uh, I spend a lot of time with theoretical physicists trying to come up with, you know, this um, rumored possibility of a grand unified theory that would combine general relativity and quantum field theory. And that would be, it would be very cool to get a step forward on that. That, that one's tricky, but I, uh, for them, and there's some math things I'm really, really fascinated by I could talk about, but um, I think if we're going to stick with computer science, um, the one that I'm working on right now with a bunch of colleagues is uh, how to make 
machine learning algorithms less of a black box and less of something that's created by a priesthood that's really mysterious where nobody quite knows why things work and what'll work and what won't. And you have these special people with intuitions who get paid a lot who can do it and, and we don't quite know what they do. That whole, I'd, li I'd like to bring machine learning out of its alchemical phase and turn it into something that's a little bit more of an engineering discipline. <laughs> so that right now is the thing that's the most on my mind.